Welcome back to This Week in Video Games, and this is the News Roundup, giving you all the latest video game news you need to know in just about 10 minutes. So if you find this useful, don't forget to like, share, and subscribe on YouTube, and also your favourite podcast apps. Links are down below in the description or the show notes. Well, it's Sunday, the 15th of August, 2021, and let's get into the news. Well, first up in the news today, Hideo Kojima's post on PT's anniversary kicks up the PS5 game abandoned rumours once more, and this one comes from Liana Rupert, out of Game Informer. So Blue Box Games Studios' mysterious PlayStation 5 title Abandoned continues to be at the epicentre of conspiracy theory, so many believe, and not without merit, that Abandoned is secretly a Hideo Kojima game, whilst others are sure it's something related to Silent Hill. Though studio head Hassan Kamaran has plainly stated in the past that Abandoned is its own game, and is no way related to Kojima, Konami, or Silent Hill, and it hasn't been enough to assuage fan theory. So following an additional Konami link was previously discovered, kicking the proverbial hornet's nest once more, surrounding a Konami-sponsored podcast, it's now a Hideo Kojima post itself, making waves in this particular whirlpool. So earlier this week was the anniversary of PT, the now-cancelled interactive teaser for Silent Hill. Well, the cancellation of this project upset many in the gaming community, as well as those working on it, and the hope has always been that someday it would make a comeback and some are convinced that Kojima's latest tweet may be another piece of this very confusing puzzle. So the latest tweet in question is an image of a murder in an abandoned amusement park by Yuki Shisindo. And it took about two seconds before the replies noticed the word abandoned in the title, then immediately connected the post with the elusive PS5 game. And when looking through the thread, there are a plethora of responses centering around the coincidence of the media recommendation and a tie with the Blue Box title. Some see this as proof the game is connected to Hideo Kojima, whereas others just mention that this whole rabbit hole is making their head hurt. And I'm in the latter camp because this is just odd. Even though Karaman has vehemently denied that Abandoned is related to Kojima or Konami, another recent teaser seemed to contradict that directly. Well, at least if you read into the comment section, so Blue Box tweeted a new image for Abandoned with the blurred background of an older man with an eye patch, not unlike a certain Metal Gear series with blurred text in the background that many believes reads, Welcome to Silent Hill. Then we were supposed to get a tech demo, and on the day of its expected arrival, it was delayed for a patch to go through. And what's interesting is there doesn't appear to be any patch listed on the PS5 in connection with the Abandoned app, and usually if a patch or update is in progress, a patch tracker will list information about when it's supposed to go live. So the studio mentioned an update was coming to fix the reason why the highly anticipated teaser was delayed again, but nothing is showing up, you know. Now, this could be explained through certification submission protocols, though the timing still feels off. If there were a certification issue, it's more than likely it would have been picked up before the update was slated to go live. Well, the plot thickens, and you simply can't make these things up. So Abandoned is without doubt one of the greatest mysteries in gaming right now, but this entire rabbit hole situation does bring up a major concern. So Abandoned seems to be promising a lot with such a small team, and a team we don't really have any history with for comparison. When my concern comes in that the speculation-driven hype surrounding the elusive PS5 game will place a deep-rooted expectation on what Abandoned even is, and if these expectations are likely to be impossible to reach then the very experience isn't what people are assuming. So it's going to be interesting to see what the road to launch looks like, especially if the past month is any indicator. So as more and more connections are found, the more and more damage could be witnessed whenever this project is eventually released. And if it does end up being a Silent Hill or Kojima project, well, 
then well done. You know, personally, I have a mind. It's an elaborate social experiment made to weigh in on the leak and the rumour culture of entertainment. So both on the community side and the media side, incorrect leaks and assumptions are everywhere, all times of the day. What if this is just a social experiment to shed light on that? And the tinfoil hat is on, folks, but hopefully we're going to get some answers soon. Well, next up in the news today, GTA 3, Vice City and San Andreas remasters are reportedly in the works for release this year. This one comes from Matt Wales out of Eurogamer. So Rockstar is reportedly putting the finishing touches to remasters of its open-world PlayStation 2 era classics Grand Theft Auto 3, Vice City and San Andreas for release later this year. Rumours of possible remasters of the game's first bubbled up over the summer as fans began to wonder why Take-Two's lawyers had suddenly start issuing a raft of takedown notices for classic GTA mods. Speculation grew further following Take-Two's recent confirmation as three unannounced new iterations of previously released titles. Now, however, an investigation by Kotaku has revealed more tangible details with its sources, who, the website says, have a proven track record of providing accurate information on GTA Online and Red Dead Online, claiming that Grand Theft Auto 3, Vice City and San Andreas are indeed getting the remaster treatment. The remasters reportedly being developed by Rockstar Dundee, formerly Ruffian Games, in Unreal Engine are said to offer a mix of new and old graphics, supposedly resembling a heavy modded version of a classic GTA title alongside an updated UI. So gameplay, though, is claimed to be saying true to the PS2 era of GTA games as much as possible. So Kotaku says the GTA remasters were originally intended to be a bonus for players that purchased the next-gen ports of GTA 5 and GTA Online, but that plans have changed and the titles are now expected to be bundled together in a potentially digital-only release for late in October or early November to launch on PS4, PS5, Xbox One, Xbox Series S and X, Switch... PC, Stadia, and also mobile, although PC and mobile ports may slip into next year. Well, the project is said to be part of a renewed interest for Rockstar in reviving its classic games, with the developer reportedly planning new ports of titles like Red Dead Redemption if its Grand Theft Auto remasters do really well. Well, next up in the news today, new Tales of Arrive demo drops next week. This one comes from Jason Guisel out of Game Informer. Well, Tales of Arise was Game Informer's July cover story and is the newest instalment in a beloved JRPG franchise that helped establish a foundation for the Japanese gaming scene back in the 90s. Well, now the game is finally coming out. Excitement for the first next-gen Tales experience has never been higher. Well, today, a free demo was announced, meaning fans will finally get hands-on time with Bandai Namco's upcoming adventure. Well, the Tales series is known for its various ensemble casts, fun battle system and high fantasy narratives. Most Tales games chronicle standalone journeys, kind of like Final Fantasy, so newcomers can easily hop in at any point. Tales of Arise revolves around Shinone and Alfin, characters that serve as foils to one another, but are also comrades as well. And the two hail from very different worlds, which creates a dynamic that reveals more details about the story at large and each of their own motivations. For instance, Shoni carries a curse that hurts those around her, while Alfin can't feel any pain at all. How those two work together will hopefully be hinted at in the demo when it drops next week on August the 18th. Well, next up in the news today, Pokemon Presents is set for next week, and this one comes from Wesley and Paul out of Eurogamer. A Pokemon Presents video presentation is set for Wednesday the 18th of August at 2pm UK time. 
So the show, which will be broadcast on the official Pokemon YouTube channel, will feature Pokemon Brilliant Diamond, Pokemon Shining Pearl, and Pokemon Legends Arceus. Pokemon Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl are retro remakes of the original Diamond and Pearl games, in which characters take on the chibi art style. And both games are out on 19th of November on Nintendo Switch. And Pokemon Legends Arceus is an open-world Sinnoh game set in a more feudal version of the region. And that one comes out on Nintendo Switch on the 28th of January, 2022. So make sure, if you are a Pokemon fan, to mark your calendars for the 18th of August, 2021. And like I said, that one is going to be kicking off at 2pm. Well, finally in the news today, so Valve releases an introducing Steam Deck video and remembers its YouTube channel exists. This one comes from Wesley and Paul out of Eurogamer. So Valve has published the first video on its official YouTube channel in eight months, introducing the Steam Deck. So the video is a straightforward summary of the features of the Valve's upcoming handheld and succinctly makes the case for the device. So introducing Steam Deck as the most powerful gaming handheld in the world, Valve talks up the controls, fidelity and the integration with Steam. Your Steam games are already on your deck, we're told, just sign in and play. Oh, and don't forget you can expand that included storage with a micro SD card and stream games from your PC. Valve also, Valve also points out the deck runs a new version of Steam focused on handheld gaming with the features you'd expect, such as cloud saves and also Steam chat. So here's the pitch, Steam Deck, powerful, portable PC gaming. And it's very nice alliteration there, Valve. Good job. Well, the video ends on calling on people to reserve their handheld. You can you do that? And you can do that for £4.00. Of course, with expected order availability, currently down for after Q2 2022, and that is quite a wait. Well, a couple of thoughts here. I'm not sure why Valve waited a month until after it announced the Steam Deck to publish the announcement-style video on its YouTube channel, but, you know, it is Valve. And also, it is nice to see Valve remembering it has a YouTube channel. You know, prior to this Steam Deck video, the last video published on its channel promoted Counter-Strike Global Offensive's Operation Broken Fang update on the 3rd of December, 2020, and before that, it was Half-Life Alex commentary updated on the 12th of November. Well, demand for the Steam Deck appears to be strong, with availability pushed back soon after reservations were made, and you can check out the Digital Foundry Steam Deck analysis for more information. Well, that is it for all the video game news today, and thank you so much for watching or listening. For more video game news content like this, like, subscribe, and share with a friend. To join our community, check out the Discord link in the description, and you can follow me on Twitter at TWIVG Podcast. This Week in Video Games is also a Patreon, and you can find out more on patreon.com forward slash This Week in Video Games, where you can sign up for rewards like early access to the podcast, get your name in the credits of videos as well as exclusive content, special Discord roles, and community features too. Check out the links down below in the description on the show notes for more information. Well, thanks again. I'll see you soon.